0: The Nasdaq down almost 200. That's your money now.
1: When you need insurance
3: coverage to protect what you value the most, your family, home, car, and business, see the independent and experienced agents at Unified Insurance. Unified Insurance offers coverage options from Liberty Northwest and Safeco Insurance that are both affordable and dependable. Call 753-1315 or see Tom Worth, Mike Eves, or Paul Miller at Unified Insurance, 320 Southwest 3rd Street in downtown Corvallis. Your hometown insurance team, always putting you first. If you are a veteran and live in Linn County, there are benefits and services available to you at Linn County Veterans Services. You've earned them. Use them. Call 541-926-3882 and take advantage of what you've earned. Home loans, disability compensation, health care, transportation, and more. Linn County Veterans Services is here to help you. If you are a veteran and live in Linn County, call 541-926-3882 and thank you for serving your country. Linn
4: County Veterans Services. Serving our Local veterans. Hi, I'm Matt and with another little-known legend of sports. Wimbledon is the stuffiest and most traditional of tennis's Grand Slam events, but in 1979, the London tournament was host to one of the most embarrassing moments in the history of the sport. It happened during a second-round women's singles match between defending champ Billie Jean King and an 18-year-old California named Linda Siegel who was wearing an attention-grabbing halter dress with a plunging neckline. During a rally in the first set, Siegel lunged for a backhand, and in the process, her breasts popped out of the dress, much to the shock of the center court crowd. Linda's coming out was justly celebrated in London's notorious tabloids, and the Daily Mail featured a full length front page picture of the infamous moment with the caption, Win or Bust. In Linda Siegel's case, it was definitely a bust because she lost the match to Billie Jean King, 6 1 6 3. With today's little-known legend of sports, I'm Matt Vaskirjan.
5: Explore Banana Republic Factory now and enjoy 50% off everything from heritage classics to new arrivals for this season. Discover essential styles from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.
3: It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober or get pulled over. Paid
4: for by NHTSA.
6: Explore Banana Republic Factory now and enjoy 50% off everything
5: from heritage classics to new arrivals for this season. Discover essential styles from $24.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.
3: It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, nah, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over. Paid
7: for by NHTSA. The Joe Beaver Show is on the air. 22,
2: what do you mean, 22, 22, 22, 22 two, my two, 20, 20, 20, 20.
7: After all the uncertainties of the past two years, there's been an expectation and uh, hope for a more normal 22-23, but now the question is: do you know where
5: you're going to?
7: USC and UCLA do? They're both
8: Big Ten schools.
7: Yeah. But where does that leave the rest of us? Who could possibly answer that question in this strange new era of analytics? Mad transfers.
2: How did it get here?
7: Well, it looks to me like you portaled it oh,
5: what you know portal from wherever you were to here what's that it's a, a different kind of
7: portal it's just changed so radically and we're all running to catch up and realignments they're both pencils
1: yeah.
7: all we do know is the boys are back and the Joe Beaver Show plots its own course. Now there are a few more topics that we have to cover, and we will not talk about transfers,
9: and we will not talk about my mother. We will talk about what I want to talk about.
7: Fair enough. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Joe Beaver is on twelve forty Joe Radio.
10: Good, 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 good. Good morning. We're two for two. I'm
8: giving you a round of applause. Are you? Because you got here just in time yeah. with your headphones. Had to run down the hall with about a minute minute left in the open and made it, I think, with about half a second left.
10: It was the last thing to do before coming in here to uh, to co-host the show today. Uh, good morning. I'm John Warren. You heard the voice of TJ Matthewson. With, now that wasn't a sarcastic clap. You really were excited for me.
8: I was. You got here in time. (laughs) It's 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 really difficult for me if you're late to turn the microphones on, to get up from my seat here in
10: the corner. Yes, and run over here. And run over
8: here. Turn the mic on. Run back, or even just talking to your mic, and then you walk in behind me, and I'm like, oh, okay. So John's here. Now I got to leave the microphone, and right. It's and then we cross paths all the way around here. Uh, and get we, started.
10: I am I'm, I'm turning over a new leaf this year, mm-hmm. which I I vowed to do 20 years ago. I believe this is the 22nd year of the Joe Beaver show. Or the incarnation. The first year was sports talk and then the next year the next year on was 21 what was the first 21 year? years of well, I think 2002. So does that make that
8: So this is year This is year or is
10: 21 it? or year 22? The first year was 02. And it was called Sports Talk from 3 to 6. Three yeah, I hours think so. I every think day. I think it would be 21, yeah. So this is year 21, I guess, then, of the Joe Beaver Show or anything. And uh, it was originally going to be Mike Parker and just me kind of punching buttons. Um, I was kind of doing some part-time work here. And then uh, he ta- he started talking to me, and the rest was history. Look at you but guys. yesterday, yesterday being the very first show of the year, and the Monday of a game week, and being on the road with our equipment and everything,
0: mm-hmm.
10: now granted it's all the same, nothing happened in the last two and a half months, but... You know things always go wrong,
8: and when you don't do something for two and a half months, right. it kind of slips your mind a little bit. It's oh, we're we're back. So yeah. you know when we're in you know May and June of you know in the spring when baseball season's winding down, it's exactly. Like, all right, well, we've been doing this for eight months in a row now, so it's all you know, right. We're you know it's like routine. But you know we had our we have our summer routine. For example, <laughs> I don't have as much to do during the summer. A lot of my responsibilities revolve around this show, yes. and Beaver Sports. And when none of them are happening, well. There, there's not quite as much on my plate
10: it's a so, busy time there's so, no doubt
8: when monday hits monday the 29th and hey it's game week we're back and i'm like oh okay now i have actual work to do
10: what i'm glad about yesterday is it all worked out oh was, there it was, it was no seamless. problem i did see a, a text from from uh dave something about clicking on the stream uh, not even gonna worry about it no <laughs> unless that's a thing that happens a lot Sound, you sounded good to me <clears throat> Thank you. And yeah, good. It was, <laughs> it is, uh, Doug, he said the same thing. So um, we did get a, we got everything, all the yeah. elements and too because we needed a phone call to make sure, okay, does that still work? Yeah. And do we remember how to push those buttons to get them on mm-hmm. the air? So Dave called that, that worked. And by the way, it is uh, once again, what did I do with my notes? The university no, nice or sir. the, it's the university Honda text line, but it's the downward dog phone line. For the second, uh, well, actually, I don't know how many years it's been, but we thank Downward Dog, a fine establishment in Corvallis, open seven days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. It's officially Downward Dog Pub and Grub on 23rd and Monroe across from Oregon State in Corvallis, specializing in mouthwatering, handcrafted cocktails. The food is all made from scratch <clears throat> and locally sourced. I didn't know that. That's good.
8: It's good play. I love the Downward Dog. So Downward
10: I, Dog is our phone line.
8: I was there, I think, about a month ago. And maybe if any employees at Downward Dog are listening, they can text the University Honda text line four nine seven five three five six. I I was there, and I, you know I'm I'm sitting inside, and I and I have a, a nice adult beverage with me, and I'm trying to figure out the theme music, of what what they decided on on this. I think it was a Saturday night. They were essentially playing what you would imagine like they would play in a Game of Thrones pub. Like they're (laughs) sitting there, and that's the kind of music it sounds like. Maybe someone like you know, whistling on a harmonica or flute flute
10: type thing. Yeah,
8: Or like, just like uh, having like a a cello or something, just like, you know, the soft music that you play as you're, you know, you're, you're chugging down a pint of meat or whatever they drink in, uh, (laughs) in, uh, in in Westeros. And they, and the the guys walking in with giant, like swords and hammers and stuff like that with their, uh, with their, uh, their armor clinking around everywhere. I'm like, that's what this feels like, except, this is Corvallis, Oregon, and not in uh, King's Landing.
10: So were you, you're you're a big uh, Game of Thrones fan. Oh, yeah, have you watched the? No, I was going to ask you. Are oh, you yes. watching that I, too? So
8: I watched the uh, the new House of Dragon. Uh, is it good? Season uh, season one episode two came out on Sunday. I watched it last night. I think it's very good.
10: So one and two were good. Yes, it is. Those
8: two episodes, and... it's good. And if you even if you don't remember the the full Game of Thrones
10: storyline, right. I think
8: it's like separate. I think it takes place 170. Two years before—at uh, in, in, in the time, like, I thought ahead. I saw
10: a trailer with, like, a young blonde girl. That couldn't be, because if it was 170 years earlier, it's not— It is. It's the same family. Yeah, but it can't be the same— It's not. —kid it is growing not. up to be no, the...
8: It is No, uh, it is <clears throat> earlier in her family's history. Mm. So okay. it's, you know, highlighting, I think, the beginning of the downfall of her family. As her family's exiled in the regular Game of Thrones series. Right, right. In this current series, they're at the, you know, height of their powers. And this is, like, when it begins coming back down.
10: It'll be interesting to see if if this show gets the hype that the last one did and everybody's talking about it's it. Been including on, rec- on it's Joe been Beaver breaking Shows. records.
8: It's been breaking records. For HBO standards, I think it was the most watched premiere in HBO history yeah. for a TV show and the second episode beat the first episode in ratings. Nice. So it was good and my eyes can confirm it. I was I've been very happy with those first two episodes especially because Game of Thrones ended I thought so poorly.
10: Yeah, a lot of people that they're able to, I I did too.
8: that they were able to you know sort of keep that you know that same energy back and I thought the attention to detail and everything was very good. Same author? Oh uh, yeah, it is. George But Harris? the thing,
10: George R. R. Martin didn't. Martin?
8: But he didn't write anything for that season eight, which is probably right. why it went so poorly. But this, he did write.
10: Oh, so it's got be it, it,
8: it. It looks like he wrote it. it, it was I'm going to wait. I for it. A
10: pile up, so I can binge it, um, because I don't have HBO, and mm-hmm. I'll just get it and binge. I think yeah. I think
8: it. you would enjoy it. I I, I really do enjoy it.
10: Okay, so Mike is not in Westeros, but Mike is in something similar to that, in ancient times. He's in Athens, <laughs> Greece, I believe. He said he was in Athens.
8: That's a place I want to go. It's... Uh,
10: I can't wait until—I hope he's home on Friday. I don't know. I, don't, I know he's supposed mm-hmm. to—Thursday was the day he came home. Does that mean arrival in— his house in corvallis on thursday evening giving him a chance to recover so he is with us on friday at citizens bank or does it mean a late arrival on thursday and we won't see him or if we or do he's a zombie a morning
8: arrival on thursday so there's again, all day, there's day to recover more time to you know catch your body clock so back
10: those up. details i do not know but I do know that we will be at Citizens Bank, and if Mike's not here, Ron Callen has volunteered to step in and do what we did yesterday—a three-way conversation, which I think worked out pretty well. Yeah,
8: I thought it was good. It's good to have Ron on.
10: Uh, and I tried to make sure that you were not forgotten.
8: Yeah,
10: um, because you weren't there, and it was the, the place was packed. I'll uh-huh. tell you what, you know, Beaver fan, there was a there was a good um, bunch of media there, lots of people there. Uh, And so I think it's going to be a fun year. Citizens Bank, I'll tell you the details on that, but right now I have to do some work while TJ talks. In fact, why don't you uh, tell the folks about this while I grab this phone line.
8: John and Ron or Mike will be at Citizens Bank this Friday, uh, September 2nd from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. here during the duration of the Joe Beaver Show. You should stop by for some pizza, the first uh, we'll have pizza and uh, and other things for you there if you come show up to Citizens Bank, 275 Southwest Third Street. In downtown Corvallis, the first 25 people who come to the bank during each hour of the show will receive a $1 collectible coin. You can enter to win a pair of tickets to this Saturday's Oregon State-Boise State football game. Three total pairs to give away uh, during this roadshow at Citizens Bank this Friday, September 2nd. There will also be a prize pack with books and games from K E J O. You won't want to miss it. Citizens Bank Joe Beaver Roadshow this Friday, September 2nd. will be on the air at 11 a.m.
10: That was a call saying that Mike won't be home till Friday. As that listener said, that uh, he was told by Mike Friday it would be day. Friday. Well, coming home on Friday, yeah. Okay. So, so but Mike told me Thursday, so. It will be one so of the two. So maybe he'll come home on, maybe we will be home today. We don't know. <laughs> Either way. We'll be ready to go, and it'll be a lot of fun. Pizza and commemorative coins and conversation. Stop by. We'll be there, and uh, we'll have another microphone if you want to yeah. opine about what you think will happen this year. Guest we, toast. Do we play the, uh, do you play the uh, pocket schedule game? Like carrying around a pocket schedule? <laughs> oh, you're too young. Pocket schedules have been uh, going on for for I know I know what a pocket schedule. Ske- yeah, right, right. So
8: I know there's a when game. we
10: were kids, and I can say this was a thing because Mike is seven years older than I am, and so he's a, a slightly different generation. Now, I have an older brother, his exact same age, so I understand his generation, but it's a little bit different. But if he says he did something as kids and I say I did something as kids, and it's the same thing, then I know that it spanned a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we used to do as youngsters, I wouldn't say kids, but you know, really big fans in the age of, of fandom, let's say 12 on up, is play the pocket schedule game. And that is, pocket schedules were something you could get early. You could get them early, mm-hmm. especially if you wrote to the school. We used to write to uh, before, sports events before all Before the they posted it online. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And you'd get the pocket schedule. And mm-hmm. a lot of times pocket schedules had the future schedules out, gosh, I remember seeing three or four years.
0: Oh, wow, that's on, pretty on cool. Them.
10: Yeah. And so we would play pocket schedule game, which is look at it. Because when we, when you were young, you'd get so excited, and, and you could be old and get so excited. Mm-hmm get that pocket schedule. Oh, and gather with your friends like trading cards and go okay, win, win, loss, win, loss, loss, win, win and then figure out the season right there. Uh-huh. Now, some people don't like to play that because they're too afraid of committing.
8: Of committing to guessing the schedule.
10: Yes. And uh it's fun I'm, to do I'm football never season. afraid to play the pocket schedule game. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah. Because I don't enough. care if I'm wrong. It's, uh, it's fun to play. So do you, you want to do it right now? Uh, let's take a break and come back, and we will. We can play pocket schedule. We have a guest coming up at 1230, a friend of yours.
8: Yeah. Jordan Kay writes for the Idaho Press, covers Boise State athletics. He is uh, a real riot. I'm excited to talk to him. He's a, he's a funny guy.
10: We'll get into Boise State uh, in detail next hour. Yeah. We've got some re- some uh, research done, some stats, facts, and figures. And we'll do that predominantly in the next hour. This hour is for your phone calls and next hour, too. Uh, But just kind of recap of yesterday and a few side things like the pocket schedule game. It just just came up. I also want to go over the depth chart because you and I have not been in the same room since it came out, just for fun to talk about that. And then we were floating an idea yesterday that we could throw out to you, the texter or the listener, about, Nebraska Northwestern and the Idaho or the uh, Ireland game, which I I thought was great. The presentation was fantastic. A great stadium, of course. They've got all their their uh, you know soccer stadiums for, yeah. for that's not what they call them, but and well, football there's football stadiums, plenty, so. <laughs> plenty of plenty of football um, facilities all over the world. So mm-hmm. where would you like to go? And should they do that? They've got a game. Six days removed from being over there. Mm-hmm. Now all the articles I was reading yesterday about Scott Frost, Paul Feinbaum just just tore him a new one, and you know it's time for him to go. So on and so forth. Is so there,
8: is there a different term for being tarmacked in a different country? Say getting tarmacked <laughs> in uh, yeah tarmacked in Ireland or
10: something. Tarmac, the tarmac on an air air. Airplace uh, airport is now become a verb.
8: Yeah, so if someone has an idea of of where to go, please please let us know on the University of Hana text line four nine seven five three five six. I mean, there's off the top of my head, plenty of options. Um, you have your normal options of the UK and now Germany this year. A lot of those stadiums are re- now being retrofitted for the NFL. And I'd be curious to see if the NFL goes to Dublin. I don't think they've gone yet.
10: I'd like to know if the locals care. I think they care enough. And but do they care in Wembley? I mean, I know they, they, they so get good crowds To there. your point,
8: yes. I, we know nas- uh, internationally people care about the NFL. Do they? Y- yeah, absolutely. I mean, most popular sports league in the world. Arguably well, it beside. is with,
10: it is with us. But do they fill their stadiums yeah. when they when they go to Wembley? Yeah,
8: it's usually pretty full. And, and, and is, a lot it,
10: of, is it locals? And do they understand our game?
8: Uh, that's so that's why I say with the NFL. I think, yes.
10: Yeah. But let's let's hold football, this thought.
8: Oregon State. Who knows?
10: Let's hold this thought. Dave's on the line. He wants to play the pocket schedule game and we need to take, take a break. So let's do it. When we come back, we'll play the pocket schedule game. And uh, if you want to play, call in 541-497-5356, the Downward Dog phone line, and the University Honda text line, same phone number, 541-497-5356. The Joe Beaver Show for year number uh, 21, I believe it is. And it is game week. I, I cannot wait until Thursday. There are so many games on the docket, and just is it one? I think it's one Pac-12 game yes, Arizona State. On Thursday, And yeah. uh, Colorado on Friday, and then everybody plays. The Utah-Florida games is intriguing That's to gonna me. That's going to be an intrigue. It's going to be a it, good it's slate of Saturday SEC games. still an SEC home stadium, even though they're unranked, and Utah's ranked seventh. It's a big weekend for the Pac-12. Yes, it is. All right, we're back after this on 1240 Joe Radio.
5: When you think of Albans, you think plumbing. And when you think of plumbing, you think water. Hi, this is Katie Albin. Some plumbing projects don't have anything to do with water. At Albans Plumbing, we also work with natural gas and propane lines. So if you need a gas line for home heating, cooking, or for a gas water heater, give us a call. At
9: Albans Plumbing, plumbing's all we do. Call 754-8282.
8: Albans Plumbing. Now's the time to get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment. Bring home a Kubota BX or L-series compact tractor or a Kubota Z-series mower or a Sidekick utility vehicle and save up to $700. Plus, pay nothing down and 0% APR for up to 60 months. Now through September 30th, see Lynn Benton Tractor in tangent or go to KubotaUSA.com. Finn, Benton Tractor. We're still
5: doing business, the American.
10: Bob Simon's Insurance is once again a key sponsor of the 16th Annual Salem Roadster Show on September 24th and 25th at the Oregon State Fairgrounds in Salem. With over 180 cars featuring classics, rat rods, hot rods, muscle cars, tuners, and more, Come enjoy the 16th annual show, the longest-running consecutive indoor car show on the West Coast, at the Jackman Long Building at the Oregon State Fairgrounds, September 24th and 25th. Admission is $15, but ages 17 and under are free. Gates open at 9 a.m. Saturday and Sunday.
3: Hey, everyone. If you're looking for an appliance like a refrigerator or a freezer or dishwasher, cooking appliances, washers and dryers, or an appliance accessory, contact Kellenberger Appliance in Lebanon. The best place to buy appliances at 21 Main Street in Lebanon. They offer install and delivery on the product they sell, like Whirlpool, Frigidaire, Maytag, Speed Queen. They even offer service on most major brands. Kellenberger Appliance at 21 Main Street in Lebanon, and on the web at kellenbergers.com.
6: As an 18-year-old,
10: we almost let that slip through. All Uh right. (laughs) Oh. Welcome back to the Joe Beaver Show. Uh, John Warren, TJ Matthewson, and up north in Tumwater, Washington, Dave from Tumwater. Dave in 5 seconds or less, recap points you made yesterday because I wanted to make sure we addressed them all.
11: Uh, Larry Scott should be run out of the what the uh, Pac-12 footprint on a rail. Yeah. That single-handed single-handedly democracy undercut and demolish the conference.
10: Agree wholeheartedly.
11: Uh, don't, be, don't be surprised if Oregon stabs uh, Oregon State and w- University of Washington in the back. Phil Knight's negotiating with the Big Ten and the SEC on on the side. The fact that the University of Oregon pretends to have a, uh, an administration or an athletic director or be board of trustees when it comes to football is laughable. It's a wholly owned enterprise of Nike and Phil Knight. Those are a couple just to uh, uh, spice things up a little bit, John.
10: I agree with you on all points. Um, I will say that I don't think that Oregon and Washington are going to end up going anywhere, even though they may want to, because I think the Big Ten is kind of shutting things down for this year as far as uh, talk about expansion. That's the latest I read, and actually talking to a source as well.
11: Right. well, here's the thing with the Big Ten. This is not the reason I called John. So, I hope you give me my full yeah, range yeah. of time for the pocket schedule game. Here's I agree with it. Here's the problem Oregon and what Oregon and Washington have is that we know what the Big Ten wants. They want Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't compare with anyone. Unlike SC with uh, that poor stepchild UCLA. What a pathetic outfit that is! I mean, really. Uh, so, uh, so Notre Dame's a singleton. Um, and it's just as likely if the Big Ten were to bring in Notre Dame, they, they, uh, Oregon and Washington are a package deal. Who is out there you could bring in if you're the commissioner of the back ten that matches up with Notre Dame? It's not Oregon or Washington. Trust me, Phil Knight. It's Clemson. So the next, so that way, that way, the Big Ten begins to invade SEC turf. You've got to consider every Big Ten decision within the context. And how it matches up with the SEC. That's why it's actually likelier that Oregon and Washington. Well, I can't imagine Washington doing it. It's a, Phil Knight might actually have better negotiating power with the SEC than he does with the Big Ten. Does any of that make sense to you, John?
8: Yeah. So yeah, that that does make sense. The problem is with Clemson. I think I mentioned it yesterday. I I didn't even realize how bad the ACC's TV deal is. It locks all those schools in the ACC into the into their TV contract until twenty thirty six. Twenty
11: thirty six. Yes, that that's a matter of perspective. Yeah. It's Bad for Clemson who wants to jump. It's yeah. Gold for Duke and North Carolina State and Virginia because exactly. that keeps Clemson on uh, on the right side of the fence. Uh, I think the, the whoever was the commissioner that signed that deal, he's the, anti, he's the opposite of Larry Scott. That's a guy who knows what he's doing. Larry Scott was a
10: buffoon. <laughs> you know, it's funny when, when you were talking about Larry Scott yesterday, I was kind of hearkening back to Twitter when this whole thing came down. And all I could think of as far as visualization was pitchforks and torches. <laughs> Because he was getting excoriated on Twitter, John, when all of this was going John, down, John, I don't want to get too political, but I got I got
11: three months of ammunition. I'm loaded from there today. <laughs> if you remember when Larry Scott came in, what was his? What was he concentrating on? And how good does this look? And with ten years of hindsight, he was all about growing the brand in China. Yes, and that's it's, it's it's that's all falling apart. Talk about missing an opportunity, now, or misgauging the, the the rumor, the or the the range of possibilities. He couldn't have been more wrong in terms of wh- where the trend was uh, in terms of the future of his conference. He, I say it with emphasis. He could not have been more wrong. Let me though. Let me just ask word. you
10: one question. Then this this has come up on from texts and and comments. And I don't disagree with you at all, and I don't disagree with what I'm about to say. And that is, is that what do you say to he was doing what the presidents and chancellors asked him to do?
11: I don't believe that for a second.
10: I think Not he sir. had the that's idea, the a, whole idea of China, story. and that is and, a
11: cover story.
10: Well, they didn't say no. I mean, they didn't. They didn't get rid of him until way, well, they way. They did enable way. him. Yeah, they enabled yeah, him. They, yeah, that's a yeah. good way of putting it. so right,
8: you ready for pocket schedule, John? Yeah, fire well, I, 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 up. I, can I, I chime I in one, see, I, one thing on Larry Scott again? And the other thing, I guess, was selfishly believing he – could make the Pac-12 network better than ESPN or Fox would. <laughs> that would that that would be yeah. out there too. You know
10: what though? I don't I mean, want I don't want to go revisionist or whatever you say hindsight because the idea of having a, a TV network was a great idea. Yeah, it was. And there are games we've been able to have and see that we wouldn't have had because if you're a Beaver fan, and I know this predates you by years, Dave. But there were so many years, so many years where there were no TV deals and the best you could hope for was playing a bigger team so you could get on TV and then when Prime Sports Northwest came out, Prime Ticket Remember those games, nope. uh, and, I do. uh, w- with uh, Don Heinrich and and uh, all those guys. I mean, that was like, wow, okay, we get to get into more games, and then you know, a little a few TV dollars, I suppose, even though they were network and regional regional networks, and and so the idea at the time for the Pac-12 network was a great idea. It's just it didn't really pan out. I think the way that that uh, everybody wanted and clearly the negativity of not getting it on a major platform like dish or direct tv
11: john it was an innovative idea but we you can't be you can't make yourself bereft of 2020 hindsight john we know in retrospect we've seen how it played out look at the big ten Look at the SEC with their major network partners, and mm-hmm. look at the Pac-10, which six weeks ago was was uh, was on a, was on the desk. It was a disastrous tenure, and the Pac-12 network <laughs> was a disastrous strategic decision. I say that unqualifiedly. You'll never. Yes, it was innovative, but it was it was, it was, <laughs> was grotesque and in its inappropriateness.
10: I I agree. Totally All right, let's, execute. Yeah. let's do it. Fire away on the pocket schedule.
11: <clears throat> okay, so um, uh, and I'll just give a brief explanatory comment with each pick. Boise State win. Okay. Beavers have been winning at home lately. Uh, it's a big game uh, for the future of the program. I, I like a win there. Fresno State loss to my reckoning. They've never won down at Fresno State. Oregon State never plays against Mountain West schools on the road. That's a loss. Mon- Montana State win. Uh, and, if, and if that's not a win, the season's in real trouble. I still get the shivers, gentlemen, when I think how close Oregon State came to losing to Portland State in what was that 2015, which would have resulted, I think, in an 0-12 season. SC home opener, students will be, uh, conference home opener, students will be back. I think you guys can confirm it. This will be the last time Oregon State will play SC. I don't think they have a return game in L.A. because they played that last year, the way that cycle rotates. So a season, a series that began in Tacoma in 1915, ends in Corvallis. Uh, I think this, because it's SC's parting shot, the crowd will be beside itself. I see a win there, but this is one of those rubber games that can go either way. I'll come back to that concept later. At Utah loss, best team in the conference have never really played. They've, they've won a game there. It took a man in Cook's miracle. They've lost every other time I see a loss there. At Stanford lost, that might surprise some people. Stanford was down last year. But again, Oregon State has never played well. In fact, they've never won in that stadium. Uh, so I'm going with long-term assessments here with my general call. WSU at home, I see that as a win, long overdue. Uh, if we end up in the Mountain West, WSU will be our big rival, so we got to get off to a good start, should come to that. Colorado at home, win at University of Washington, I see that as a loss, a place, Oregon State has not played that well lately. This, like the SC game, is a rubber game, that is to say, in the end it could be a win or the loss, but... Like I, I just kind of went barely to a win with SCE, barely to a loss at UW in Seattle. Win against uh, Cal at home. We kind of own those guys. We can say that about somebody that's them at Oregon State at Arizona State. Uh, it's a road game. Oregon State hasn't played well there traditionally, but that program is in complete disarray. They'll be out of bowl contention. I see that as a win, and I also see the uh, Bees winning at home against the University of Oregon uh, a set Thanksgiving Day weekend. So on balance, I see an eight and four season. It could be seven and five, nine and three on the top. But remember, if you win eight win, if you have eight wins in a season. You're in the top 25 poll when it, to, when it comes time to bowl assignments. So I kind of went through it quickly, but that's my pocket schedule. Basically, 8-4, and four, possible upside to 9-3, and three, downside to 7-5. and five.
10: Ron Callen threw this out. We never broached it. I'll do it now. Quick answer. If I don't think this is going to happen. But if Oregon and Oregon State were to be separated conference wise, would you still want to play them? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Tomorrow's phone call will explain why. Great. <laughs> you got homework to That's do. Take care, guys. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's Dave from Tomwater. Good stuff. What about you? It's good. For a pocket schedule? No, on uh, that last question, we'll get to your pocket schedule. I missed what he said. I'm being a bad host. If Oregon and Oregon State were separated, yeah, would you want to see them play? Yeah, continue to play the series. Yep. yep. Yes, of course. Why? Why not? It's a rival. It's 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 everything, yeah. and it's a premier win on your schedule. And if yeah, you win it, yeah, and it's history, and it's it's everything.
8: So again, Iowa State and Iowa still play. There are, there are teams in other conferences. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, I'm sure, will try and
10: didn't continue yeah playing. some that don't or they try like didn't Iowa or who was it uh Colorado and Colorado State didn't play for a while or did they always play I always thought it was weird when that's I didn't good, when I was young and I didn't understand conferences and all that like 7 8 years old That's a good question. And they weren't in the same conference. I and, thought why not? And
8: Florida and Florida State still play, Florida and Miami still play. Oh, obviously Florida State and Miami still play. They're in the right. same conference still. But, you know, when you have a rival, you you find a way to play them. I Maybe you, you might not play them every single year, yeah, but you'll play them most years. And I guess make scheduling a non-conference schedule a little bit easier because you don't have to schedule two non-conference games. Or if you're in the SEC, you can still schedule three cupcakes around yeah. your uh, your rival. Yeah. So that's interesting.
10: Yeah. Harold uh, writes in to say uh, that uh, the Pac-12 network was on DISH all along. Uh, I forgot about that.
8: Uh, I think it was DirecTV.
10: Was it DirecTV? Uh,
8: yeah, it was. But I think It was it's one on or the now. other.
10: I had DISH, and I don't even remember because I've been off of satellite for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. So, Harold, I can't remember, but yes, he's right. It was on one of them, but it wasn't on the other. And that was a problem. Yeah. But the other thing, though, was around the nation, when people would complain about the Pac-12 network not being available, that's just not true. Because if you don't have the network, a lot Mm -hmm. of us here don't have the system that it was on, whatever it was. So... You go to a bar or you go to a friend's house, whatever, Mm. when there are big games to be seen.
8: I'd say it's just another step you have to do. It's just, I think it's a problem when it's easier to get the Big Ten and the SEC network on the West Coast than it is to get the Pac 12 network,
10: which is the case. Uh, Is the Big Ten network and the SEC network offered on every platform? Uh,. I don't know. Because if I don't watch stream
8: I don't know what a streaming platform would say, be for the Big
10: 10. Let's just say on the go, let's go back in time to when everyone was complaining about the Pac-12 network mm-hmm. not being on the one satellite. Yeah. Was the Big 10 network and the SEC network available on both satellite networks while the Pac-12 was not? Because if they weren't, then that's not true. Then it's not true if you're in Michigan and you can't get the Pac-12 network on Dish when it's on DirecTV.
9: Mm-hmm.
10: It would might have been the same thing. You can't get the Big 10 on dish that because it's on direct tv you know what i mean so that's the question were those two networks available on everything while while the pac-12 was not
8: I, I would say that is a a question for someone uh who doesn't live on the west coast to a satellite uh so please if so please call into the downward uh downward dog phone line uh at 497-5356 i'm not sure well, as long as i've had cable and the pac-12 networks been around i've had it so that would be uh, that would be something curious to think about. It just like you think about it this way, right? Especially now, if you have ESPN Plus, you yeah. can watch all everything SEC, all of it, because the SEC network is distributed by ESPN.
10: So I have to follow you on this because yeah. I'm working. I am I'm a I'm a YouTube TV guy now.
8: Yeah. And how many ESPN channels you get?
10: Uh, three. So I think I get one, two,
8: and news, and you get ESPN News?
10: Well, I can't remember because it's been the summertime and uh-huh. I haven't watched them all. I know I get one and two for sure, and I think I get you. What? I think I get you, too. ESPN You.
8: Oh, okay. I was like, me? I was like, <laughs> I'm on TV? No, That's
10: cool. You got a track here. Yeah. No, I, I think I get one, two, and you. Okay. Anyway, um, so the question then to you is, and this is a... Sp- for me for my own purchasing needs you're saying that if you get you can get you can go to the app of espn plus yeah. and get sec games mm-hmm. for free well you
8: pay for espn
10: plus oh it's well, a separate go. entity oh but i yeah, didn't know that i thought yeah. you can get it if you have uh like a uh A platform like comcast yeah for
8: example like my parents still have xfinity so i i will use their account if i want to like watch something espn on my computer but i can't watch everything on the espn app i can watch what we have through cable but if you have espn plus you can watch uh you know espn one espn two espn three abc uh every and everything that's just under espn plus one two three four five you know all the all the smaller
10: sports That being said, I do have a question. Yeah. Why can't the Pac-12, if they're having a hard time getting on some big cable network or or satellite, since I'm a streamer Mm -hmm. type of viewer now, why can't the Pac-12 offer Pac-12 network as an a la carte for $5.99 a month? Should call George Klyovkovin. Well, I, I offer mean, technically idea. or decision-wise, I, why no haven't they why done not? that? There's no reason. Because here, I, I didn't know, and I'm looking around, going, "What well, do I have to? Uh, well, I can get this one for five ninety nine a month. I'd would pay that in a heartbeat, but it's not offered. They, no. I don't know why they don't do that.
8: Uh, that's a that's a good question. So while They've they're been...
10: worrying, while well, Larry Scott, you got to go back to Larry Scott. Yeah. While he's trying to figure everything out, he was missing what he could do. Forget about what you can't do, what can you do, and maybe they could have offered it up a la carte and would have gotten how many millions of dollars in revenue from that.
8: It's just so much easier for people everywhere to watch it.
10: Yeah. Anyway, let's go to the phones. Doug from Salem. Hi, Doug. Hi. Is this a Joe Bieber show, I hope? Yes, it is.
6: Okay, I just... uh i have been off in window I've been actually been off in europe um and I just realized we got a ball game Saturday, and so I thought I'd try to you know call in with Mike Parker and John call you, know, you know hype up the um, the football game I, I sure hope we can win it. we need to get off to a a really good two and two and zero start for sure
10: well, Mike is in Europe and will be back hopefully Friday if not then certainly by uh He's coming home Thursday. I know that gentleman called me and said Friday. He's coming home Thursday because we talked extensively about two days, two days before the football game and how close that cut is. Anyway, Mike's expected home at the end of the week, and uh, hopefully he'll be on the show. Yeah, he uh, he just did a tour and is there in Athens right now and went all over London and Italy and whatnot with his daughter.
6: Oh, I missed him. I mean, yeah. that's where I'm at now. I was in Paris a couple of days ago. I'm down in antique France right now. I wow. wish I would have known that. I would have tried to have our paths crossed. I'm glad you could, you know, do something besides uh, stay in Corvallis all the time.
10: Well, thanks for listening and calling in. I would have gotten to your phone call quicker if I have known you were calling in from France.
6: No, that's fine. It's, uh, <laughs> I need to do something besides go to you're at football games all the time. I know that. <laughs> but, uh, right. um,
10: Doug, are you, you going to be home <laughs> I'll be for the games?
6: Time for the Southern Cal.
10: Okay, huh? you're going to be. You're, you'll be back in time for the 24th Southern Cal.
6: Yeah, yeah, I'll be back in time for that. I hope, hope I can get a ticket somehow to it. You know. Yeah, it's a little harder. it will be interesting to be be at that game because uh, there's going to be a lot of booing. Of the spoiled children because they left the Pac-12. I know that.
10: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think
6: we can stop on them. Really, I think we're going to win that game big time. Well, the circumstances.
10: It will be interesting to see how much of a bump Lincoln Riley actually means to that program, as far as taking it from where it was to where it could be. How quickly will the turnaround be? That's the question. Hey, enjoy your time. The rest of your time in Europe. Uh, I can go, go, to Italy. It was, uh, it was fantastic. It's the only place I've ever been though. So maybe someplace else is cooler, but, uh, thanks for calling in Doug.
8: Okay. Bye. So how oh, much do we think we, think we got the, charged for that with our international phone call? Well, he called it, so that's on him. Is it? Is, do they not charge both sides? I don't know uh, how that works. Uh. I know Canada, you're usually fine, but once you go across the pond. No, no, no. We didn't get charged for that. I so is that like a $5 phone call? Probably for him. Yeah, that's exp- It's expensive. It's like you
0: I don't can even text, know the rates. Though. You
8: can text. You can, yeah, and you can use like different apps to text, so it's not like traditional text message. Right, right. It's like the internet doesn't charge you for doing. It's a little harder, but you
10: can. That's what I did. I yeah, use this people app. use like
8: WhatsApp. Yeah, that's yeah, what I use. They'll, they'll use that, but calling. I mean, they'll, that's they'll, what make, they'll. They'll make you pay for it.
10: Let's go to Dave, uh, who wants to weigh in. Hi, Dave. Hey
6: guys. Yeah, so back uh, bad for Doug too. I mean, if he if he uh, ever listened to the show before, he should have known to hang up and call back twenty minutes later when he had Dave on the line. So, <laughs> he, he gets his he gets his, uh, he gets fifteen hourly, and and it's great because he does he does a little better job talking than 90s So um, <laughs> I'm not I won't I won't disagree with his pocket. I think eight and four was a good place, and I agree it could be nine and three. Um, and I, I won't go into each game in detail, but to start off, I think I think the game this Saturday against Boise State, it could be, uh, I, I think we're one of my double digits, Ken, yeah. I, I really think that Jonathan Smith, hopefully he sees this as an opportunity to come out and really make a statement. Um, yes. And, you know, put this game away by the end of the third quarter and really make a statement about her to be are and that last year wasn't a fluke. Um, and I think doing that against Boise State would really say a lot about the program if we can really take it to them and, and like I said, put away you know by the you know mid mid second half, um, I think would be great. And, uh, and I think I think there's possibility we can do that. Um, you know, the other thing that we, we talked about was uh, Dish Network, and I, I, it was on Dish, and I know that because I I purposely purchased Dish for the Pac-12 Network. And not in direct TV, um, but um, I think they I think they missed out on content, and I've been saying it for a long time. Do we get the football? Yeah, we get the football. We can get the we can get any football game we want televised on one network or another, right? Or ESPN or Fox Sports or you know Pac twelve. Now you got Pac twelve boards in that I can get some of the other stuff, you know, baseball and basketball on. But there was too many times that I mean, you've got. You've got Oregon State playing Stanford in the, the you know, second to last uh, series in baseball, you know, playing for the conference. Field, and you can't find that game on Pac-12 Network. It's nowhere. And, um, you know, and I think it would have been instead you get a, a rerun of the USC Spring game. I was
8: about, I was about to say, it, I'm like, it's, not even a, it's not even another live event on the Pac-12 Network.
6: It, it's not, and, and and I think that's where they missed out. The biggest was, you've got these schools, you you, you they all bought into it, and and now it's time to to show them. And it and and I think the mistake was right. They they looked at it and said, oh, if we can't put on a put on a production, then we're not going to put it on. Well, every every stadium, you know, every basketball court has you know a camera or access to a camera that can that can show the game, right? And if if you if you use the you know, the home team's radio broadcaster, you know, I, I think everybody would you know, throughout the conference wants to hear Mike Parker more anyway, so um do that, you know, from wherever it's coming from, just uh, the radio broadcast with the uh, with the, even if you only have one or two cameras, you still get, you still get better content viewership than you do watching a rerun of a spring game, and that, that was the biggest failure there was, in my opinion, was the content was just terrible yeah Uh, there was nothing to watch
10: unless it was outside of football and it was frustrating too dave in that they would have replay of something while huge events were going on like a big baseball matchup or something and you know obviously there are contracts and reasons for everything but i don't know what the reason can be on some of the things that we saw we need to take a break thanks for the call dave keep chiming in uh we love to hear from you here on the joe beaver show throughout the season Okay, wow, busy, busy first hour, good conversation, mm-hmm. lots of good text coming in. I will, uh, I'll play the, the pocket schedule game when we come back from the break. All right, let's do it. And uh, we fire can, we through can, there. We're, we, me and you. I'm known yeah. to be uh, a little emotional when it comes to pocket schedule games and irrational, but it's, uh, it's what I love about it. It's like, no, 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 we can do this. There's two pocket schedule games for me. What I really think can happen but it probably won't, but I'll say it anyway, and then what I think probably will happen.
8: or you could do best case and worst case
10: uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of the same thing, but it's it's basically uh you could you could say a loss, but at the same time, you feel like but if they if if they if they don't lose it themselves, they can win this game. Mm-hmm. if they don't go in and just fumble and do stupid things. Personnel-wise, they should and could win this game.
8: Like, for example, the Cal and Colorado games last year. You look exactly. at the schedule after they played the non-conference. So those are ways. Yeah, e-
10: exactly, exactly. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. The phone number is 541-497-5356 for both the Downward Dog phone line and the University Honda text line on 1240 Joe Radio. Power Motorsports can close out is a great time to buy.
9: There's a huge selection of new Can-Am vehicles to choose from. Hit the dunes and trails on your new 2022 Maverick X3 DS Turbo. On sale now for only $22,999. Wakeboarders, how about a new 2022 Sea-Doo Wake 170 IVR Personal Watercraft? Get exclusive toe-focused features like Ski Mode, Board Rack, and Lin-Q Ski Pylon. On sale for $17,999. There's hot August savings at Power Motorsports. PowerMotorsports.com.
4: It was a Sunday, and I had just sat down in the recliner with a bowl of chips to watch the big game when I heard a terrible sound.
9: I hope you're not planning
4: on sitting around the house all day. you got to get to work on this place. That game's just going to have to wait. I would, but I don't have all the equipment. That's no excuse. You can rent everything at Philomath Rental, and since they're open on Sundays, you can go out there right now. Darn you, Philomath Rental. Open seven days
3: a week. Philomath Rental, behind Landmark Realty, just a mile and a half west of the Sunset Shopping Center. Tools and equipment for your home, farm, and business. Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation change? Hi, I'm former Oregon State athlete Tim Ewis, your Corvallis Edward Jones financial advisor. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And we'll partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me today, 541 758 Edward Jones, number SIPC.
5: The fall means it's time for Oregon State football, a new season and hopefully a full game at the end of the year. It's also a good time to look at that home remodeling project. If you need new carpet, countertops, luxury vinyl, or window coverings, see the staff at Corvallis Floor Covering. They've been coaching Beaver fans and helping you get it done for over 30 years. Stop by and see their showroom full of all the popular brands that you know, love, and gotta have. They're on the corner of 2nd and Van Buren downtown, or log on to CorvallisFloorCovering.com. Shop local, shop Corvallis Floor Covering, and go Beavs! Come feel the power at Power Honda in Albany, where quality, service, and peace of mind meet you as you walk through the door at 4120 Sandham Highway in Albany. Power Honda is family-owned and offers new vehicles and over a 1,000 used vehicles to choose from. Power Honda has a Google review of 4.9 stars, offers financing for everyone, and knows how to treat their customers' needs. Come feel the power at Power Honda in Albany.
10: All right, we've got a few minutes left in this hour. We'll concentrate a little bit more on Boise State coming up in the next hour. And um, uh, Jordan Kay will join us from the Idaho press. press at 1230 today to give us Idaho's side of things. And if we, we can sneak in some Andy Avalos, about three minutes of Andy at his press conference talking about Oregon State, saying all good things. All right, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Let's go pocket. Do you want to trade off? Uh, you keep score. You got it. All right, cool. Well, pa- pen, pen, uh, paper and pencil. Here's some paper.
8: Here's some paper. Go cool old fashioned on you. Cool.
10: You keep score, and
8: uh, let's do it. You ready? Let's go. I'm writing it. Boise I got State.
10: A T right here and
8: a J right here, which is my name.
10: Funny enough. Boise
8: State win. from people. Uh, I got the same thing. Win. I at, guess I they're favored here at home, and they probably need to win this game.
10: Uh, Yes, yes. Yeah, At Fresno State. Loss. Mm -hmm. Win. Okay. I think we both agree on Montana State being a win. Yep. USC at home. Win. Win. Wow. Optimistic, John. Top 25 if they do that.
8: They run that, win all those games.
10: At Utah. Loss. I want to say win. I believe it can be a win. The Beavers play Utah tough there, even though Dave didn't think of all of the scores there. The Beavers were the only team in the league to beat Utah last year and that didn't get enough uh, didn't get enough love. But I'll I'll just say loss just because
8: especially if Utah goes down into the swamp and beats Florida yeah. by say three touchdowns this yeah. weekend then they <laughs> they're good.
10: At Stanford win. <clears throat> A loss. I can't believe it. Uh, Washington State, win. At home. At home. Yeah, that's a win. I'd say a win on the road this year. Although, it'd be interesting to see how that uh, FCS quarterback will do. Uh, Cameron Ward. Yeah. Uh, Colorado, win. Win.
8: That's not a tough one.
10: At Washington.
8: Loss. Win. Man, are we going to the Rose
10: Bowl? California, win. Win.
8: Cal's a win. Yep.
10: Arizona State's a dumpster fire. I get to go yeah, see my de- see ASU's my son. That's definitely a win. I can confirm that's that a win.
8: front hand. No bias here. <laughs> I'll
10: say Oregon loss. Yeah, no, no. Everyone's saying win for that. I'll give him a win against the
8: Ducks here at home. You so what's loss. my record? Ten and two. Go. Woohoo! Going to the Fiesta Bowl, that'd be fun. <laughs> or Rose Bowl if Utah makes it. What was your that's record? That's a that's a North that's a that could win you the uh
10: It'll be Oregon State and Utah for the be Oregon State and Utah game. for a
8: Pac 12 championship on a neutral field. Neutral
10: field Beavers win.
8: Wow. Pac-12 champs. That's a Rose Bowl season. Yeah. Predicting a Rose Bowl season? Should I write should we pin that right here?
10: See now that's where you that, that's where you, I don't like the connection. Is, yeah, I guess I am. But if you had said it the other way, are the Beavers gonna go to Rose Bowl? I probably would say no. Pro, no, no.
8: But now that you've gone through every game, <laughs> John Warren has the Beavers
10: in the Rose Bowl. I don't know how much of my heart and my brain are picking those picks.
8: So when people call in on Saturday yeah. and say the Beavers win by seven, but, you know, it's a sloppy game. And yeah. People just aren't, aren't happy with the performance of week one. And they say, say John Warren picked them to go to the Rose Bowl. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then I will forward the calls to your house.
10: When you're emotional like me, you have to take the the heat from statements that you make out of emotion. And sports is all emotion. It's always always my sloppy
8: handwriting. There's our uh, there's our final tallies right okay. there. Okay.
10: Yeah, I, 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 I like that. I like that. I think they you're can optimistic. win at Utah. They can lose at Fresno State. I will say. So swap out a win or a loss there.
8: I will say, if they they make it to the Rose Bowl, that's good content for us.
10: Oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't say no. Any bowl game would be great. They're coming off 7-5, and five, bad taste in their mouth, losing to Utah State, uh, which was a very good team last year, by the way. Mm-hmm. This Boise State team, 7-5. and five, And when you're in the Mountain West and you go 7-5, and five, you don't get to go to... At least in their case, they didn't go to a bowl game. You get game. to go to the it, at best.
8: You get to go to like Louisiana
10: at best. They didn't get to go anywhere. They didn't go anywhere. It came down to them you and can go San play Diego like State, the Texas Bowl. So, um, all right, ten and two. Wow, sweet.
8: You feel good about that?
10: No, but wow. uh, now let me look at it through more objective eyes. In the last minute of the hour, Boise State win, Fresno State. You could lose down there because of the hype and not playing well on the road. Mm-hmm. One and one, Montana State two and one, USC. I still think they can win that game. I didn't
8: think they could beat USC
10: at Uh all. Three and one at Utah, three and two at Stanford. You should win at Stanford, but let's say you trip up. It's a road game. You 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 fumble too many times. What was that? Three and four and two, four and two. Uh, that would be four and three. No. Washington State five, Colorado six, at Washington. A loss, let's say California wins seven, Arizona State a loss, and then Oregon a loss. So there, I could see seven. Yeah, so I, I think the
8: win total this year should be set at about seven and a half,
10: uh, go, instead I, of six and a half. Yeah,
8: I think the Vegas number is probably about six and a half. I'd go up one, seven and a half. Let me think I'd about say, that. Let me think about that. I'd say they could. I, I would say, if they get, if they play well during the non-conference schedule, it should be over eight and a half. Or not eight and a half, seven and a half. What is it now? What do you mean? The current one? Is,
10: is there one over I'm under? Sh-
8: I'm sure it's like six and a half. Yeah,
10: six and a half seems more that more realistic.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Eight eight and nine wins would probably be best case scenario, is what I'm thinking.
10: Jordan Kay from the Idaho Press joins us at twelve thirty. Your texts and phone calls to the topics that we're broaching, and we have some that we have already talked about and haven't really dived into and then uh some andy avalos audio uh and 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 more as we continue yeah. here from in studio first time in studio in a couple of months we'll take a break and come back after the top of the hour news right here on uh, the tw- the uh, joe beaver show
0: take, please? here's the microphone is this, thing off? this is k-e-j-o corvallis
8: everybody hear me are on in five and Q I 1240
0: joe radio just go with your money now New data from the Labor Department show the economy is slowing, but the jobs market is still going fairly strong. Job openings in the U.S. saw their first increase in four months in July. Companies aren't being as aggressive to fill those available spots either. But the great resignation lives on with four million Americans having quit their jobs last month. That suggests two things. The labor market is still tight, and most people aren't all that worried about their ability to find a new job. US stocks today deep in the red. The Dow Industrials down another 367 points, the S&P 500 lower by 55, the Nasdaq Composite has dropped 187. Amid sharply rising battery costs and new federal regulations that limit incentives for electric vehicle buyers, EV makers Lucid Group and Nikola are looking to raise additional funds. In the case of Arizona-based Nikola, which is just now ramping up production of its tray electronic or electric semi-trucks, it plans to issue up to $400 million worth of new stock. That's your money now.
1: solutions better call the glass man call 541-760-2277 call the glass
8: man need your auto glass repaired or replaced need to recalibrate your advanced car safety system don't call that 800 number call the glass man
1: for auto glass solutions better call the glass man call 541-760-2277 call the glass man
3: Hey, everyone, if you're looking for an appliance like a refrigerator or a freezer or dishwasher, cooking appliances, washers and dryers, or an appliance accessory, contact Kellenberger Appliance in Lebanon. The best place to buy appliances at 21 Main Street in Lebanon. They offer install and delivery on the product they sell like Whirlpool, Frigidaire, Maytag, Speed Queen. They even offer service on most major brands. Kellenberger Appliance at 21 Main Street in Lebanon and on the web at kellenbergers.com.
7: For the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. The Major League Baseball Players Association announced the beginning of a campaign to unionize minor league players after the overwhelming support of the MLBPA's executive board. MLBPA Executive Director Tony Clark said minor leaguers represent our game's future and deserve wages and working conditions that benefit elite athletes who entertain millions of baseball fans nationwide. A rare 1952 Mickey Mantle baseball card in excellent condition sold at an auction for $12.6 million. Mike Provenzale with Heritage Auctions says it's a record for the most valuable sports collectible in the world.
0: So that card was very popular, but back then no one thought cards would be valuable, certainly not as valuable
3: as they've become. So. Many would play games with them, store them in their pockets, put them in their bicycle spokes. So very few high-grade examples of this mantle card survive to today.
7: With a Bloomberg Business of Sports reporter, I'm Michael Barr.
3: I did a site visit, and the space is absolutely incredible.
5: Estee's Reiki Clinic is opening another studio across town. But there's a lot to wrap up. But we staffing an entire office leaders requires leaders 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 more than just leaders, deep breathing. And at least four new practitioners. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Now, local businesses can get closer to every customer in their city with fast, affordable shipping. Introducing USPS Connect Local. You want speed? We deliver same or next day. You want savings? We give you supplies at a flat rate. You want less legwork? We do free pickups. Move your local business forward with the United States Postal Service. Let's connect at uspsconnect.com local. Specific markets. Restrictions apply. Same day or next day delivery expected, but not guaranteed with entry close to final destination. The Joe Beaver Show is on the air. 22!
2: 22! 22! 22!
7: After all the uncertainties of the past two years, there's been an expectation and a hope for a more normal 22-23. But now the question is... Do you know
5: going to?
7: USC and UCLA do. They're both Big Ten schools. Yeah. But where does that leave the rest of us? Who could possibly answer that question in this strange new era of analytics? Mad transfers. How
2: did I didn't get here?
7: Well, it looks to me like you portaled it. A oh, what?
5: You know portal from wherever you were to here. What's that? It's a, a different kind of portal.
7: It's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. And realignments. They both be tensile.
1: Yeah. Who's next? Who's next? Who's
7: next? Who's next? All we do know is the boys are back, and the Joe Beaver Show plots its own course. Now there are a few more topics that we have to cover, and we will not talk about transfers, and we will not talk about my mother. We will talk
9: about what I want to talk about.
7: Fair enough. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Joe Beaver is on twelve forty Joe Radio.
10: All right, beautiful music there to end things out. Oh, I'm already getting getting attacked on the text line.
8: I think you should have
10: said. I'm already go getting gut punched. Oh, and twelve. I think that. Yeah. I think that would have gotten really good reactions. Yeah, you can't make Beaver fan happy. It's impossible. It's. It's impossible to make Beaver fan happy. Uh, John is so emotional and irrational. Well, yeah, I pretty much said that before I made my picks. What was the other one I got wrong? Oh, um, Boise State did qualify at 7-5. and five. I, I had forgotten that their, their game got canceled, and I just kind of yeah. looked at that and thought, hmm, how, how maybe sin- if you're... The fifth, you know, one of several teams in the Mountain West at seven and five. You don't make it into a bowl, but pretty much everybody does if you're over five hundred.
8: Yeah, pretty much. And you know, that was how Central Michigan ended up playing Washington State in the uh in the Sun Bowl. What well, was really puzzling to me. Uh I don't know if the I'm looking at DraftKings here for I'm <clears> looking <throat> at just preseason win totals for the Mountain West.
10: Mm-hmm.
8: I Boise State's at nine and a half. Is wow. there over under. Nine and a half.
10: Yeah, they're they're
8: that's tough. Pr- that's pretty high up there. They're tough for a second season of Andy Avalos. It's going to be. Um, I want to ask Jordan what he thinks of Avalos as a head coach. Of course, Beaver fans have seen him from the outside when he's down with the Ducks.
10: Right. And he's now a he's defensive
8: at guy. Boise State and and I I you know I follow Jordan on Twitter and I see a lot of the you know clips he posts and it's just kind of weird. You know how secretive college football coaches are with yeah. all the things and just like some of the things that they like just refused to comment on that he was like tweeting about, and even Jordan said, well, that's kind of weird. So they, for example, asked them specifically about a, a couple of analysts, hey, are they traveling to the or- the Oregon State game? Are they going to be on the field? Are they going to be in the box? And he said,
10: no, I can't tell you that.
8: Hmm. Can't even tell you if they're traveling to the game. Can and won't, or can't? Or won't. won't. Don't. And I was like, huh. It's like, again, I know you guys are secretive, but saying if someone's getting on the team plane or not,
10: yeah, what does that matter? I, <laughs> I don't know.
8: <laughs> I'm not a college football coach, but it's, I thought I, I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, I'm like, it, that that doesn't seem like something that would be that, uh, that much of a
10: difference. No, strategically or anything like that. Some some coaches, uh, I don't know if this is true about Avalos, but I I've experienced working with or seeing some coaches where they are 100% locked down. It's us against the world. Gary Anderson was like this. Us against the world, even the local media was not trusted. Only one or two riders were, um, and really locked down. I don't know if that's the case there. Or maybe that's just it'll, it'll some be, weird
8: thing. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see what uh, Jordan says. It seems like they get good access to practice, too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was at practice earlier this morning.
10: I was so. watching on YouTube their press conference, and it looked a lot like ours. You know, good rapport between the mm-hmm. the coaches uh, and the media. Kind of, you know, talking to them before the formal part. They'd be off off camera and saying, you know, talking to them by first name and just very low key, a mm-hmm. lot like ours. Jonathan comes in straight from his office, starts talking, and then when he's done, he'll he'll chat with people on his way out the door.
1: Yeah. So, and so
10: yeah. um, we'll have to see. And Andy looks like a decent guy. So I don't know. I will I will tell you this, though. This is a tough first game. A very. I'm so glad it's at home. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like every year the Beavers have to be on the road yeah. for their starts.
8: And the Beavers will be on the road at Boise State to open the season in two seasons.
10: Oh, boy. And next week's going to be a tough one because Fresno State, you know, is kind of the second in line to vie for the Mountain West title, yeah. with Boise State. So
8: there's a lot of really good teams. The first two weeks are here. not yeah.
10: easy. The front load, the front part of the Beaver schedule is definitely loaded.
8: I mean, looking at a couple of over unders uh, uh, around the rest of the Mountain West. So Boise State's at nine and a half. So preseason favorite. Air Force is at eight and a half. Fresno State is at eight and a half. San Diego State is at seven and a half. Uh, Utah State's at seven. Mountain West. Uh, Champs last year, beat the yeah. Beavs in the in the LA Bowl be Something curious to look at. But I was also looking at the Broncos schedule. It's pretty favorable yeah. for them. Yeah. They got all their tough games at home. That'll and be interesting who we got.
10: This is a tough one here for them to start, no doubt. Yeah. And look, we have to be honest in how improved the Beavers are and how good I think yeah. they can be. And we all think they can be. And
8: they absolutely are improved.
10: And you know, my ten and two is more of the the emotional want. I think realistically, eight wins. Yeah, um, Bob rode in with uh, nine and three, so yeah, some somewhere around there. I know the players themselves are expecting to be a top contender for the Pac-12 title. Yeah, so I hope they're not being irrational and emotional, but I am. Anyway, let's go to Paul for the first time this year on the uh, Downward Dog phone line. Hey, Paul. Hey, John.
6: Hey, I can clear that up uh, about Mike. You know, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Mike told me a date, he didn't say the day. So maybe he I don't know why he would think the second was on Thursday, but he told me the second he did say Friday.
10: And so the that, second, you know what I mean? The second is Friday. Yeah. Did he say the second? Right,
6: right, but I'm I'm just telling you he told me the date, he didn't say the day. So, you know, and Mike's always really busy at the games, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when he's, I actually talked to him after the game, but his his mind's still going a mile a minute. So,
10: well, my only my only reason for thinking it's Thursday is because we openly talked about, oh man, two days is cutting it short, over and over again. So two days, (laughs) is twelve hours
8: is cutting it, or twenty four hours is cutting it even closer on an international flight. (laughs) Yeah,
10: yeah,
6: exactly. And that's what he was worried about. If you could get back by the third, if you got a flight delay somewhere.
10: Well, that's the worry. That's the worry. Is, uh, and I had heard that you know flying around Europe is no problem. No, it's not at your troubles start when you get to the states
6: yeah well he if he if he's got a flight directly back to Portland he won't have any problems exactly. but if he has to if he has to change flights in the United States that's a problem
10: then that's a problem I know when I went to we went to Italy it was through Atlanta so you know there's all different kinds yeah, of see, flight patterns. No,
8: known international hub <laughs> pdx
10: yeah right but there's directs there are directs so maybe he got one I don't know
8: well hopefully he flies to Frankfurt Frankfurt
6: probably flies direct over the pole right to the United States
10: Amsterdam does too um that's yep. a good one. So. so does Copenhagen. Hey, I was thinking about you a couple of weeks ago when I was towing a twenty-seven foot trailer, uh, coming down Cabbage Hill. We went around the other way to go to uh, to Joseph, but all these trucks, and I'm white knuckling it with this big truck and this trailer behind me, and I just thought, I don't know how you did it, Paul. I don't know how you did it.
6: Well, my last tractor, John, I had a Jake break on the on on the engine. Yeah. I I could start at the top of Cabby Chill, grossing eighty thousand pounds. I could start at the top going fifty mile an hour. And by the time I got to the bottom, I was doing sixty five, and I never touched my brakes.
10: Yeah, that's technology for you. Now I did have the brakes on yeah. the trailer too, so that helped.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely helps, and. uh some transmission in the newer vehicles. They actually have a retarder on the transmission that helps you.
10: Yeah. What's your um, so, What's your prediction for the Beavers this year? If you If you make predictions,
6: well, I, I like I like eight and four, nine and three. I, I think they're going to be better because they have a great offense. I think their offensive line is going to be improved from what I hear.
10: Yeah, it, it's going to be as good or better. We talked to Jimmy yesterday, and that I thought, I thought. Uh, that that was the reason why they succeeded last year they just kept running and running and running and brian lindgren has said look if we get a hot hand we're gonna beat it to death until it's not hot anymore and it just kept working because they were blowing holes open and they've got guys back and the guys that are are replacing other guys are as good or better so uh the running game is right, going to be right. highly featured
6: yep i think i think they're going to do fine and uh you know, I'm I'm with all of you guys on your pocket schedule deal, and right? I you know eight four nine and three sounds good to me, and I uh, I think we could knock off Washington too, and uh, Oregon I I think Oregon's in disarray. I think that's definitely going to be a win, especially because it's here. I mean, it's the end of the year, so you don't know how their Oregon's going to improve. You know, you can you can never prognosticate that, but I still think they got a big problem at quarterback. I don't. I don't think, you know, unless Bo Nix turns out to be one heck of a, a transfer, you know what I mean? Yeah,
10: yeah. Um, and everything that's, I've that's watched Oregon's of Bo Nix uh,
8: watched. The
10: only thing about Oregon that worries me, and I, I have not delved into them in detail at all, but the only thing that worries me is that, you know, every morning when I'm reading the paper and reading through things, it's like Oregon's gotten another four, another five star, and this was last year, so they were all here, and then this year, so their recruiting is off the charts. And if you've got now I don't know, I don't think they lost too many guys to the portal. Yeah, so, they,
6: they, they did lose a lot. they lot of lost out of it. they lost a lot out of their secondary
10: okay, on the yeah. defense. So
6: and I, I don't, don't care know. if you bring in four and five star; they still have a year's learning curve. So I wouldn't be so
10: worried about that. Yeah, I hope not. I, hope not. I hope not. You're be, right.
8: I, I will be watching their opener down in uh, oh yeah in, in Atlanta. That will be. I think that'll be very telling because that that is definitely the
10: measuring stick. Seventeen, seventeen yeah. and a half. I think seventeen. Is. And a half. That's a crazy number. No? I know yeah. the gap Def- between definitely like, a bellwether. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Hey, great first call. Hey, Thanks, hey, Paul. John. Yeah,
6: John. I wish I wish I could have. Uh, Got you on the phone. You should have called me, and I could have talked you through how to back that trailer up.
10: No, it's a, it's a, a phantom thing, and no human being can do it. It's unbelievable.
6: Yeah, John, no, no. <laughs> I, I, what happens when you go to back a trailer? Yeah, you always jackknife it because you don't follow the truck around the trailer. You always jackknife it. You turn it too too far
10: Uh, honestly that that, that wasn't that wasn't the problem i i i got all those things i've i've done smaller trailers the issue was really we were we got to joseph just i'm looking at tj right now we got to joseph got to our campsite i'd never really pulled a trailer before certainly not a 27 footer the biggest problem i was actually okay and i would have eventually figured it out but halfway through it i looked over and there was a whole bunch of people sitting there waiting for me to finish and i just (laughs) panicked and a, a, it was so, so humiliating. I had, that,
6: I, had, I had that happen to me when I was in downtown Manhattan one time. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm facing the East River, and I got to back out onto a one-way street, blindside. Oh. That's six, that's six lanes wide, and I don't have a helper, right? I got nobody with me.
10: Oh.
6: And I, I backed out the first time, and I'm blocking the street. I got three ambulances lined up, first in line in three of the lanes.
10: Oh! And then in New York, you know, they're not—they're going to say, "What are you doing?" And then start screaming at you.
8: That'd be the worst place <laughs> well, to get a 27-foot I got trailer. It took me
10: like five stoplights to finally get back
6: around. So I, I got out of there eventually. But that—that—that's my horror story on backing up.
10: I'm glad—I'm glad you understand how I felt at that moment.
6: Oh, absolutely,
10: absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Talk to you later. I'll see you on Friday. Okay, sounds good. At Citizens Bank in downtown Corvallis, we'll have pizza. We'll have commemorative... um, What happened there? I thought I hit the button. There we go. There we go. I haven't made that mistake since 20 years ago. Citizens Bank, downtown Corvallis, on Friday. The first 25 people who come to the bank each hour gets a $1 collectible coin. And... In our hopper, we will have a pair of tickets to give away to this Saturday's game against Boise State. With it being half the stadium, almost everything's almost sold out, 27,000 seats. When we give away tickets, it's a hotter commodity. Oh, it is now. And we have actually three pair to give away.
2: Mm -hmm. So
10: one pair three times. Um, And some other things to give away as well. Citizens Bank, 3rd Street, downtown Corvallis, 11 to 1. On Friday for our first Joe Beaver Roadshow, I have a driving story for you. Well, I'm not, I didn't. Tra- I didn't oh. drag anything.
8: We weren't dragging anything. Yeah. So I was home this past week, and I took a nice trip back up, uh, back up I five home to Seattle for uh, our last weekend before football.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: And on Friday we decided to go hike in Mount Rainier National Park. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. Such a such a gorgeous park. Anyways, uh, we, as you would imagine for national parks, they are a off the grid completely. Yeah. No service, nothing. Um, and you have to spend a lot of time dra- driving on non-paved roads as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So we were planning on going this hike, which I think was about 16 miles on an unpaved road that you had to drive in on. We didn't have a truck or anything. We're driving in my parents' like sedan. Were you bottoming out? No, uh, it's not that low to the ground. We got a flat 12 miles in. Oh, no. Um, so, if you ever wonder, you know, hey, can a donut hold up on an unpaved road for 12 miles? <laughs> it did.
10: If you go real slow.
8: If you go real slow, we did. Uh, we went, and, I think donuts you can go up to 50, but I think we were going about 30 miles an hour uh, on the unpaved road. And, made it out so that's uh oh it was and it was definitely interesting because we got the flat gone out and i was like all right well we're at a trailhead anyway might as well go hike did an eight mile round trip hike come back and like okay now we a got to get out of the park b find somewhere that's open and again we're like two hours from home oh, too man so like On we need we need yeah we need a, we need a tire so we've managed to get to les schwab Four hours. Your local Schwab Tire Centers, by the way, uh, sp- sponsor of many of our programs. Uh, four came, minutes before they closed. They came to the rescue. They did. It was good. That, but that was uh, my interesting driving story the last couple weeks. It's a good one. It is.
10: It's a good I don't one. recommend it. Uh, check your tire pressure before you go into a national park. I'll just add that when I was we, – we get to the site, and I'm backing up and stuff. Uh-huh. I look over and there's people staying there. A couple people on bikes, a couple walkers. Uh, yeah, you could have walked around. And a couple cars. And this is what I didn't think was necessary. I got help from a guy who was 25 feet away who offered help. Yeah, yeah, can you finish this for me? Great, he does. Took him 15 seconds. So one of the guys got out of the car. He was a passenger in a car waiting to get out. Mm -hmm. Because we were near the exit, that's why they were piled up. He, he He gets out of the car, goes up to the guy who helped me, and sarcastically shakes his hand and says, thank you. And I saw that, and I just said, oh, that's not necessary. (laughs) I felt like, not because of what I said, but I felt like the biggest idiot when they were sitting there watching me try to do that. I felt horrible. But when it was all said and done, the older groups, because there's a lot of older people who travel like that, my my dad did, couldn't have been nicer. Just, oh, are you kidding me? You should have seen me back up my first time. And we've seen it all sitting here watching people come and go. It's
8: like the first time you try and park a boat.
10: Yeah, same idea. And yeah. it's just, oh, oh. okay. Uh, Beavers and Boise State. Jordan Kay will join us here in a few minutes. I want to wait and take the break just before we get him on. So we'll do that. Um, we've got two breaks an hour. We're kind of sh- making things a little easier. Same amount of sponsorship. And if you want to sponsor, I'd, I think we're close to sold out, but uh, certainly won't turn anybody down. The Joe Beaver Show for the year. We're just getting started. And uh, I think it'll free things up. To be able to talk more because Mike and I can really get on stuff and lose track of time. It's like, oh, and you're in our ear if it's if it's a roadshow. Uh, you gotta get a break in. You gotta get a break in. So this will hopefully make it a little easier. So we'll take that break here in just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Still time for you to text or call at 541-497-5356. The other games uh around the conference this weekend. Now, mm-hmm. Arizona State will take care of business with Northern Arizona.
8: I think there are like 37 point favorites
10: yeah so we won't we won't learn anything there there are some learning games and some non-learning games in the non-conference oregon state montana state will not be a learning game now granted that's three games in the third game in i should say and we'll we'll know a lot fresno state's not going to be not going to be easy at all no boise state's not going to be easy and the beavers have to be ready bachmeyer is a tremendous quarterback Very 25 starts
8: yeah. yep
10: 25 starts and um, he's, got, uh, he's got an all-conference wide receiver that he's throwing to. Andy Avalos is very defensive-minded. So he's going to, you know, he you know that in his, prepping for his first year and going seven and five and then coming back now for year number two, he's, you know, they're, they're going to be good defensively. And not an easy, easy task. But I'm so thankful for... Finally, finally, they can be home to open the season. The Beavers have lost six straight season openers, and that needs to change. And every year, it's like so close. If they had won this, it would have set things up for the rest, you know, the rest of the all of those storylines.
8: It's a lot easier to start a season 1-0 yeah. than it is to start at 0-1. Uh, and, and, you know,
10: and last year, it was as important for Purdue for them to win in their circles as it was for Oregon State to win. They just had home field advantage. I think the hook was a little slow. Yeah. If it was a little earlier, the Beavers may have pulled that one out.
8: But you think about it. You go through all of fall camp and name a guy your starting quarterback. You got to give him a half, though, right?
10: No, you're right. I mean, right. you look back uh, on I don't you. say, let me put it, let me reword that. Yeah. It wasn't slow by fault. It was like, man, if it could have been done earlier, yeah, it, was, it could, might have yes, been a better, uh, enough, absolutely a better could have. Been. Because yeah, you're right. You got to give him a half, of course.
8: Right? Because uh, then, then, what is your process like if you're willing to change your mind on who you name starting quarterback less than 15 minutes into a game right. after you w- after you just watched him for a whole month in practice?
10: Well, if you if you wait till late to make the announcement, it's the opposite of what you were saying at the beginning. You might have the it's a little easier to to have a hook if mm-hmm. uh, things don't go well because the lateness of your decision might be because you weren't sure uh-huh. and it's two guys battling it out until the end so oh uh, things aren't going so well let's go with the other guy but if you mm-hmm. name like you mentioned i mean that's really the point mention it early all all fall camp and mm-hmm. then and then he's not doing well at all uh you but you're right you got to at least give him a half i'm just saying if it would have worked out that that it would have, the change would have been quicker. Clearly, we saw that Chance had it down. He was yeah he did he had it going. So it would have yeah. might have cha- might have changed some things.
8: And now Chance, another year under center, and in this game, we're going to see just really two now veteran guys. Veteran, yeah. not not much inexperience here. I mean, there's there it's going to be two solid quarterbacks on the other side, and for an Oregon State defense that played extremely well during fall camp they're going to get to match up against a quarterback who has even more experience than the guy they have under that's, center. And they were facing right. in, in practice. So that'll be interesting.
10: I like though, here's the thing about the depth chart, which we haven't talked about yet, but I, I like the depth at quarterback because Tristan Jebia looked very good in camp. Chance started to, to, to pull it up late mm-hmm. and, and was more consistent. Yeah. But I like the fact that Tristan has experience and, as far as a backup quarterback, and Ben too, yeah. Goldbranson, I just like the depth there. And there's enough separation, I think, for Chance to those two guys that it's not a, you need to play the other guy. It's it's not an either or. Chance no. is your guy. Yeah. Ch- no.
8: Yeah, I agree. I'll Chance say, is your guy, even when things not like aren't going year.
10: well. But Tristan is a very capable backup. And, and uh, I haven't seen Goldbranson play in a game, but yeah. Uh, the coaches are all really high on him tool too. again tools 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 with
8: goldbranson I'm yeah. not I, i'm I'm not I haven't seen him run an offense for you know a full game adjust right. to a defense right. but tools wise, you know legs arm it's it's good so it would be interesting yeah and it and it will be curious to see uh who they decided because they just did not give a backup quarterback. it was hey we'll we will a decide in the moment b let them you know. I guess, fight it out in practice. Yeah. But they, they did not give us a, a clear thing. So that would be a, a
10: guess for whoever charts on the field. All right, TJ, let's take a break. Get your buddy on the phone, uh, Jordan Kay, from the Idaho Press, to join us to give us all things Idaho, or uh, Boise State, for uh, this game. Speaking of Idaho, they're driving the nine miles to Martin Stadium for their game this weekend against Washington State. That's really convenient. <laughs> yeah. It's well,
8: kind of a home game, except not in your own stadium. When
10: you're, at the, when you're at the University Inn, which is where most teams stay when you go there, it's the bigger hotel, right across the street from the Kibbe Dome, and then about eight miles to get to, to campus at, at Washington I know a State. lot of people
8: in Pullman, they'll go, they need to go to Moscow for shopping because they don't, they don't have everything right. in Pullman. I've only <laughs> been to Pullman once. But so. these
10: are two smaller communities out in the middle of nowhere. Beautiful country yeah. out there. Absolutely gorgeous. I, I like it. I like I like Pullman. Okay, let's break. We'll come back and talk about Boise State with uh, someone who knows them intimately right here on 1240
9: Joe Radio. Power Motorsports, Kawasaki, summer closeout is going on now. Get in and check out the new Kawasaki vehicles in stock. There's a huge selection of affordable Kawasaki's on-road and off-road bikes to choose from, like the new 2022 Kawasaki W800. Sale price is $69.99. MSRP is $91.99. You get a great commuter bike that's fun to ride and good on gas. The 2022 Kawasaki KX450 has a reputation of giving riders a winning edge. Get yours for $79.99. MSRP is $95.99. There's hot August savings at Power Motorsports. Visit PowerMotorsports.com.
2: Stargazer Premier Florist in Corvallis knows that a meaningful gift can brighten someone's day and have them feel appreciated, whatever the occasion is. Choose from Stargazer Premier Florist's wide selection of fresh floral arrangements, bountiful bouquets, gift baskets, and houseplants always delivered fresh, with a focus on keeping families and friends connected. Stop in, call, or view Stargazer Premier's selection online at stargazerpremierflorist.com. Stargazer Premier Florist, 925 Northwest Circle Boulevard in Corvallis.
8: Now's the time to get a great deal on selected Kubota compact tractors. Kubota compact tractors are easy to operate and are rated number one in durability and owner experience. Save up to $1,100, plus pay nothing down and 0% APR for up to 48 months. Now through September 30th, see Lynn Benton Tractor in tangent or go to KubotaUSA.com. Benton,
5: Benton, tractor, we're still doing business the American! feel the power at Power Honda in Albany, where quality, service and peace of mind meet you as you walk through the door at 4120 Sandiam Highway in Albany. Power Honda is family owned and offers new vehicles and over a thousand used vehicles to choose from. Power Honda has a Google review of 4.9 stars, offers financing for everyone, and knows how to treat their customers' needs.
9: Honda. Come
5: feel the power at Power Honda in Albany.
1: We set them up, you
3: knock them down. Highland Bowl! Want to get out of the house, do something fun this fall? Fall leagues are now forming at Highland Bowl. Hey, a fall league is good exercise, it's inexpensive, and it's perfect for beginners. With lots of different leagues to choose from each week, you're sure to find something that works for you. For more info, call or stop by Highland Bowl. They're on 9th Street in Corvallis, or log on to highlandbowl.com. We
1: set them up, you knock them down. Highland Bowl!
8: Johnny Hecker, and you are listening
10: to The Joe Beaver Show. Is Johnny Hecker still in the league? Where did no, he I think he got caught. Con- I did
8: update that one where it just says punter Johnny Hecker.
10: Okay, good. You took out the Rams part of it? I
8: did, yeah. Well, you could say former. Huh. I don't know if I can mock his voice. <sighs> He's so good. He's so he was good. He looks good. It
10: was really good we got that interview in. He is so good. It was so fun to watch him here and then, of course, in the NFL. All right, welcome back to The uh, Joe Beaver Show, or we continue, I should say, with The Joe Beaver Show. And. This is your friend, Yeah. so why don't you bring him in, introduce everything, and we'll get to talking about Boise State. So, Jordan K on the
8: line here with us. Uh, Jordan, right, covers Boise State for the Idaho Press. Uh, so nice to join us here on the Joe Beaver Show. It'll be good to see uh, Jordan here in Corvallis on uh, on Friday. Jordan, you get in on Friday. I know you're going to take a nice uh, day trip to, uh, to Bend on Thursday, get some golf in uh, oh, yeah. with another one of our friends. Uh, are you going to shoot under par that day?
6: no because it's a links course i've never played it before i'm i'm actually really nervous i might have to uh you know it's going to be a rough day
8: well it's good that you're gonna uh get a chance to come here to corvallis i think you'll be the probably the one and only person uh (laughs) from asu that's actually going to get to to come here and it was good when i saw you got this job uh, earlier on this year that you get to come here uh to corvallis but now you do cover Boise State. Uh, fall camp has wrapped up there, and you know we're less than a week away from opening day. So you've been through a full fall camp there and watched yeah. the program second year under Andy Avalos. What was sort of the the mood there uh, as you guys enter game week?
6: Uh, it's really interesting, and I think it's uh, in some ways kind of similar to to what Oregon State's feeling. This is a program that really needs this win for a different reason than Oregon State. Obviously Oregon State is, you know, to continue momentum. But for Boise State, I mean, Avalos got to Boise State. He's taken over his alma mater. His alma mater with all these winning traditions and they've got Kellen Moore and his fifty wins and the Fiesta Bowls and all this stuff. And then in Avalos's first year they limped to a seven and five finish and you know, there's folks around here who aren't used to that. They're not used to a seven-win season. They're used to ten wins and BCS bowls and all this stuff. And I think, you know, this whole camp was trying to get back to whatever the, the quote-unquote standard of Boise State is. And that includes winning games against Pac-12 teams like Oregon State. And I think it's uh, going to be a really important test for them. Not only to you know try and come out to the season with a big non-conference win, but to also try and you know show people that you know this this culture or whatever was created under Chris Peterson can be something that continues for, from Peterson to Harson and now to Andy Abela. So I, I think they've got a lot to prove coming into Corvallis.
8: Do you think that culture is is still there? Is that something that's at, that you can keep for now. It's nearly a a decade since Peterson left and, and went to UW. I mean, how, 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 what steps I guess, do they take to keep it like that?
6: Yeah, I, from, you know, I wasn't here last year, but you know, a lot of people were saying that they really struggled early on and, you know, ended up losing three games on the blue last year, which um, hasn't happened. I don't, I don't know if ever. Um, And from what I heard, you know, Andy Avalos kind of became a little more business-like after the bye week, and, and not so much a, a player's coach, but really, you know, demanding things and and having repercussions if if guys are late for a meeting or they're not on top of things. Trying to reinstill a lot of those things and um, be a little more, I don't know, not necessarily hard on these guys, but um, hold them accountable and, and make sure that they understand, you know, what. The expectations are at a place like Boise State, but yeah, it is—it is surprising. I mean, you think about like there's a lot of these guys who, like, you know, only know Kellen Moore as like the Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator, and some of whom, you know, were hardly in elementary school when the 07 Fiesta Bowl victory happened, and so there is, you know, in some ways, a disconnect from that. But yeah, they—I think they do a pretty good job of. Trying to remind players that you know there is a, a somewhat of a straight line of success throughout the last couple of decades.
8: So we saw, uh, or at least people here in the Willamette Valley, saw a lot of Avalos as the, the defensive coordinator at Oregon a handful of years ago, and now he's in a head coaching role. Uh, how is yes. he as a head coach? What what is the what, what's a sort of the reflection that he gives on his team?
6: Yeah, I, I think he is a guy all about competition, and, and I'm guessing some of that he took from, from Mario Cristobal uh, at Oregon. He's a guy who tries to infuse his locker room with these little, I don't know, uh, like little competition type things. I mean, in the weight room, they'll have stuff where they'll just stop kind of right in the middle and like do a competition with the team of who can hold the bar the longest or Trying to, you know, have coaches when they go in the meeting rooms, like almost kind of like give pop quizzes to guys and trying to keep them always on their toes. Um, and then I think, you know, what he's really become is uh, a guy who understands the, a defense and he's hired guys he trusts and a lot of guys who have experience, you know, coaching and, and playing defense. I mean, he kept, um, the defensive coordinator, Spencer Danielson, over from the Harson era, brought in a couple other guys. And, you know, I think that's his bread and butter a little bit. And you, I think it's interesting, you know, how much he's involved in the offense is is tough to tell at times. And, you know, when things go a little rough, sometimes it's kind of just easy to go, you know, people bash the offensive coordinator or whatever, thinking that, you know, Avalos is completely – you know, not even worried about it, but I think he, he is kind of involved a lot in, in game planning and stuff. And, and then from a recruiting standpoint, I think is, he's just fantastic in terms of trying to, to build relationships with kids and not hand out these offers that, you know, are, are unacceptable.
10: John Warren with TJ Matthewson. Hey, Jordan. Jordan K, Idaho Press joining us here on the Joe Beaver Show. You guys must be younger because you left out Dirk Cutter and Dan Hawkins going all the way back. That's yes. where things really started with Boise State. Correct. <laughs> um, and,
6: and Cutter's actually uh, an analyst back on the, the staff. So, what, His son is a wide receiver. Uh, actually played at Portland State a couple years ago, Davis Cutter. And so Dirk came back as an analyst. Uh, makes like twenty four grand a year, but from everything I've heard, has a pretty big hand um, in the offense and helping out the younger coaches. So, yeah, I was actually back.
10: I was perusing the roster and I saw the last name of Hawkins. Is there a connection to Dan Hawkins?
6: No, no, that there is not. With okay. them,
10: no. Um, the recruiting that you talked about, I also noticed in looking at the roster, Boise State is getting guys from all over the country. Several from Virginia. Yeah. Um, not just California you know some of the hotbeds, California, and then what's close to you. That's kind of what every school does. Los Angeles sure. and then whatever is close to you or whatever big city is close to you. But I noticed kind of like a Notre Dame or BYU, they're coming from everywhere. What's going on with that? It's really interesting, and I haven't
6: been able to kind of nail down how they're doing it. Um, from everything I've heard, a lot of these guys is, you know, they have connections out there. Um, there was a kid they got from Florida. It's actually uh, the Miami Dolphins' GM's son, um, a Jackson Greer, like a wide receiver. The guy doesn't even have a picture on like Rivals or Two Four Seven. Like, I mean, no one really knew about him. And I think Boise State, some of their coaches have connections down there, and were able to you know talk to some different high school coaches and started recruiting him. They started to go into Texas a lot, and actually, you know, have coaches that'll just go out there and recruit. And I think they're, they're thinking, and, you know, this isn't, I haven't heard this from anywhere, is like Boise State in some ways is a national brand on a, on a lower level. And so if they can go in and, and swoop up, you know, go to a Texas and, you know, get a three-star kid, I mean, if you think about it, they're, they're only recruiting against, like, I don't know, maybe SMU on the high end. And on the, the low end, you know, uh, some of the lower schools, you know, like Louisiana Tech or something like that. And I, my thinking is that they can probably beat those schools out because it's not like they're going in and, you know, ever in a recruiting battle with, like, Texas or anything. So it has been interesting to see how they've kind of expanded their map. And, you know, it, it might be one of those things where Boise State, because of the, the festival and all that stuff and the blue turf, um, kids know it and are willing to at least listen and look, look into it.
8: Jordan Kay of the Idaho Press joining us here on the Joe Beaver Show talking a little bit about Boise State. Uh, a lot of people here in Corvallis are a little, I guess, flustered when Sam Vidlak transferred out of the program uh, before the spring and, ironically, headed over to Boise State, who will be here in the opener on Saturday. But Vidlak, I, I believe, if I read it right, not even on the too deep, it's instead Hank Bachmeyer yeah. again, uh, as the starter. Plenty of experience there in that quarterback room. What steps has he taken here in this upcoming uh, for this upcoming season, which I believe is his last one, right?
6: Uh, he actually can use his COVID here. So he could come back next year, um, and that's kind of, you know, the, the big question looming over. But the big thing for Hank Bachmeyer is that so this is his fourth year going into the starter. This is only going to be his first year where he returns an offensive coordinator. He's gone into every fall camp with a different offensive coordinator learning a different scheme. And the other thing is this is his first fall camp where he wasn't in some quarterback battle. Um, last year, you know, Jack Sears, a, a USC transfer, was battling with him and things like that. So I think the big thing for, for Hank was he kind of spent the fall comfortable in a system and not having to learn every, every little thing. He was able to kind of focus on the intricacies of the position. And when it comes to this offense, it's very heavy in, to an RPO where it's up to the quarterback to make calls at the line to read a defense, to set the line of scrimmage. And that's from everything I've heard and seen is that's where he has made his biggest steps, not necessarily as, you know, passer or mechanics or anything like that, but understanding the offense and making calls at the line, being able to check down, being able to audible and do those things. And so, you know, as a fourth-year guy who has experience, I think that's where you'll see him take his biggest step um the priest
8: now. So with all that, you know, returning scheme and all that experience, uh, I, I, b- I believe I'm reading this correctly. The, the lo- he's losing a lot of uh, his top receivers from last year, is he not?
6: Yeah, he's losing the, the top two guys, and the big one is Khalil Shakir, who, uh, you know, had over 1,000 yards last year. Probably one of the, the better receivers in, in program history is now with the Buffalo Bills, and that's going to be a, A big loss. There were so many times last season where, you know, a play would go wrong or uh, it was a third down and you just knew the ball was going to Shakir. And this season they've got a lot of um, it's weird. You go look at their receivers and so many of them are like redshirt senior, redshirt senior, senior. And then you look at their stats and it's like a lot of these guys have never had 500 yards in a season, some of them haven't had over 200. And so it's all these guys who are so unproven, but yet so um, experienced in terms of years. And so it's, it, you know, I think in some ways the, the coaches and players are, are, are making it sound like it could be a good thing of, hey, you know, the defense is now going to have to cover a bunch of people. They can't just key in on Shakir. And in some ways that's true, but it's going to be tough um, losing your number one option. I think the biggest question is, Will someone step up as as that number one option, or um, is it going to be five guys with 450 yards and a, a touchdown or two? Uh, I think if you're looking at the roster of who that might be, uh, it's got to be uh, Stephon Cobb. He's a redshirt senior, not very big, right around six foot six one, but just kind of a really good route runner who can get behind the defense and has shown to be the number one receiver throughout camp and kind of taking a big step in terms of leadership and secure left.
10: Yeah. I'm looking at this nine of 11 projected starters, according to one preseason magazine, all seniors. So uh, very experienced, but like you say, not a lot in numbers. I was going to ask you about Cobbs because Cobbs is highlighted in this magazine as a guy that uh, could be a, is a preseason conference player, you think that he will step up and be, be dangerous.
6: I do, and I think he's going to be the the number one target on a lot of their passing plays. He's able to line up in a lot of different uh, formations, so he can be outside, he can be in the slot, and that's what makes a lot of their receivers uh, tough to go against, is they can move positions so many times. They're They're super versatile. So when you're Oregon State's defense, and I'm sure Trent Bray is telling his guys the same thing, is like, hey, every play you're going to have to really be aware and call out you know where is Cobbs is he in the slot is he on the outside and so that's uh, I don't think there's going to be a corner who's going to be able to just key in on Stefan Cobbs uh, like the whole game so yeah I think he's he's got the skill set he's got the experience um, I would think that he's probably going to have you know 800 right around a thousand yards really step up as that number one target for Hank Bachmeyer
8: Jordan Kay of the Idaho Press joining us here on the Joe Beaver Show for one more question. Uh, I was peeking at DraftKings this morning, Jordan. Uh, nine and a half wins the projection for Boise State. Is that around where you see him this season?
6: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking about, you know, how my predictions for the season, and, and I would have to say, yeah, right around nine or ten wins. I I think this Oregon State game is realistically a toss-up. Um, you know, I think the the line on it was three or four at Oregon State. So that's going to be a, you know, pretty even game. Then you look at they've got a stretch where they play home San Diego State, home Fresno State, and then I think at Air Force. Uh, That's a brutal three-game stretch in the Mountain West. Luckily, they've got two of those games at home. But in that one, you look, there, there might be a loss in there. You've got Utah State on Black Friday at 10 a.m. on CBS. So, I mean, that's a game that um, is going to be tough. Utah State uh, won the Mountain West last year. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's there's reasonably, you know, two losses on that schedule. You know, could they have some miracle season? Hank Bachmeyer turns into this, you know, possible draft pick and, you know, they go undefeated. I mean, sure, that's possible, but Last year they lost so many close games, and um, you would like to think that that trend usually bucks after a year, but you don't know, say it doesn't, and you know this Oregon State game goes wrong, and then all of a sudden you've got uh, a, a game against San Diego State at night, and then Fresno State, and I mean, there's some tough games. So, um, yeah, I would say nine and a half to right. That's almost a coin flip, but um, you win a game against Oregon State, and all of a sudden the over looks pretty good.
8: Well, Jordan, I know you're a huge fan of 10 a.m. kickoffs, so <laughs> I, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll be good. Just don't oh make sure. Make right sure not, after Thanksgiving. I know. know. Say, great. make sure not to eat too much. Uh, Ten
10: o'clock. Night. Half my day is over with. Come on, guys. Well, Jordan, like oh J- Jordan, God.
8: Jordan, Jordan usually doesn't even have coffee yet by 10 a.m. He's uh wow. he, Unless you stay up and he's, see the sunrise, buddy. Exactly.
6: Exactly. <laughs> then it's you know I'm up by 10 a.m. Yeah, so. yeah, that'll be hey, good. Dan, all right, great 9 stuff. a.m. practices are. Getting me out of rhythm. Thank you, yeah, guys. Really yeah, yeah, awesome appreciate guys. it, Jordan K. Idaho Press.
8: We'll see you Thank on Friday, you. buddy. Awesome. See you, guys. Thank you. Uh great kid. That'll be good. He's a riot. I'll tell you, Jordan. Uh, one time in college, um, stayed up. He, I think he was writing. He was writing an article or something. He's a, he's a notoriously he could be a slow writer. So after sometimes <laughs> it'll take a while to finish his recap. Uh, he was writing some article and managed to stay up and see the sunrise while he was writing. right Cl- before clearly went to bed. there
10: was no deadline
8: no there was no deadline um so he made it right as he went to see the sunrise he went out on his apartment balcony and uh, recorded us a video and sent it in the group chat he's like <laughs> you guys see this
10: oh, it's beautiful <laughs> He's, uh, he sounds like he's dialed into Boise State. That's yeah, that's good he's a, stuff. He's a
8: very good writer.
10: All right, well, we'll be right back to wrap up the show. Your final thoughts, get to a couple of texts. Really good news. Uh, Johnny Hecker signed a three-year deal with Carolina. We got a text on that, so didn't know that. That's That's great news for him. I, I think he'll be used a lot. Because they oh, yeah. have
8: Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold.
10: Yeah. All right. Be back after this. 1240 Joe Radio.
7: Why is Woodstock's Pizza all kinds of pizza for all kinds of people? Because no matter who you are or where you're from, you can create the perfect pizza at Woodstock's. So you can choose from over 35 fresh toppings, four made fresh daily crust options, several cheese options including vegan and dairy free, and six sauce options including vegan and dairy free. All to go along with your choice of dine-in, takeout, or delivery to most of Corvallis. So Woodstock's Pizza is all kinds of pizza for all kinds of people. Woodstock's Pizza, King's Boulevard in Corvallis.
1: We set them up, you knock them
3: down. <laughs> Bowl! Want to get out of the house, do something fun this fall? Fall leagues are now forming at Highland Bowl. Hey, yeah, a fall league is good exercise, it's inexpensive, and it's perfect for beginners. With lots of different leagues to choose from each week, you're sure to find something that works for you. For more info, call or stop by Highland Bowl. They're on 9th Street in Corvallis, or log on to highlandbowl.com.
1: We set them up! You knock him down <laughs> I'll
5: The fall means it's time for Oregon State football. A new season and hopefully a full game at the end of the year. It's also a good time to look at that home remodeling project. If you need new carpet, countertops, luxury vinyl, or window coverings, see the staff at Corvallis Floor Covering. They've been coaching Beaver fans and helping you get it done for over 30 years. Stop by and see their showroom full of all the popular brands that you know, love, and gotta have. They're on the corner of 2nd and Van Buren downtown or log on to CorvallisFloorCovering.com. Shop local, shop Corvallis Floor Covering, and
10: Go beeps. Bob Simons Insurance is once again a key sponsor of the 16th Annual Salem Roadster Show on September 24th and 25th at the Oregon State Fairgrounds in Salem. With over 180 cars featuring classics, rat rods, hot rods, muscle cars, tuners, and more, come enjoy the 16th Annual Show the longest-running consecutive indoor car show on the West Coast at the Jackman Long Building at the Oregon State Fairgrounds, September 24th and 25th. Admission is $15, but ages 17 and under are free. Gates open at 9 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. All right, we are about seven minutes away from the end of today's program, working on uh, scheduling for the rest of the week. I already have one guest in mind and we're gonna we've been communicating for thursday's program try and get some athletes too and we'll get some athletes we still have the avalos audio let's play that tomorrow unless you know what we have time to play it right yeah, now it's only about three minutes let me uh see if i can you know you queued that up to yeah it should be to this it yeah. should be on
8: the, the music player yeah right, it's let's about, do it. about the first three
10: minutes all right let's play this this is andy avalos at his version of what jonathan smith did yesterday
12: well let's get this season kicked off here um We've obviously put in a lot of work over the course of the year Uh, and game week number one is, is here. We have a huge challenge in this first week uh, with the opponent and traveling and going on the road. It is a great challenge for us. Uh, You know, coach Smith has done a unbelievable job building that program and the growth over the years and um, what he's been able to do there. So we have a huge challenge on our, on our hands. We've uh, put in a tremendous amount of work over the course of the year and through fall camp and been able to make a ton of strides in different areas that we've pinpointed it all the way from the beginning of the year. And uh, we have one one week of prep left to go here, and we're excited to uh, put that work in and get ourselves ready. We'll uh, take any questions from you guys. Opening the season at Oregon State, uh, a power five opponent, you know, what, what kind of opportunity do you guys have to really start the season on? Um, yeah there's no question i mean it's a it's who we're playing it's it's how they're coached it's the personnel um that's that's where the huge challenge lies um they've done a good job recruiting on both sides of the ball and, and uh they got some really good coaches over there that have been very consistent over the course of the years and um you know the, from the offensive standpoint it's been one of the most productive offenses uh in college football uh, with their run schemes and uh the pass game that comes off of the run schemes, and then obviously the, the multiple formations and personnel that we'll get, we'll, we, have, uh, we have our hands full. Obviously on the defense side of the ball for them, uh, Trent Bray is, is coming in. You know, He finished last year as a defense coordinator, uh, so we have a bit of a preview of what as to what they want to do on defense, but I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that they've worked on in the offseason that, that we have not seen. on both sides of the ball? Well, I think definitely up front on their offensive line, um, year in and year out, they do an unbelievable job coaching those guys up. And especially within the schemes that they've run um, with the mid zone schemes uh, for years, uh, they've been really good at running the mid zone schemes and uh, they got a returning quarterback that has a lot of experience and he's, been, he's shown to be extremely effective. Um, they've got tight ends that are coming back that present challenges with within uh, obviously the pass game with their length, their size, and their speed. And they got a lot of speed at wide receiver. Defensively, uh, they got a secondary that has a lot of length and is very athletic. And they've got a front that is shown to play physical. It's
0: been about-
12: yeah no question it's uh it's been quite some time huh it's gone by fast at times for us obviously when you're in the grind of of fall camp you know you're working to stack up positive days on top of positive days and focusing on the little things that become big things and creating a mentality and a confidence that is that we're going to be able to build off of and we're very excited about what we've been able to do in fall camp in all three phases um, on the offensive side, uh, we've we've spoken about things all year that we wanted to gr- in areas we wanted to grow in, and, and re- really be specific about certain areas, whether it be the run game, um, you know, the pass game, and not just the routes, but the protections, and, and making it all come together. Uh, obviously, on defense, we've we've spent a lot of time uh, uh, working certain things that that we want to be a lot better at this year, and getting our personnel right to execute those things, and. Uh, we have a new special teams coordinator, so it's been a fun year of putting that together and and putting our personnel in the in the best uh, positions to to help us be the best we can on special teams. Andy, as you stand here today, how
7: much different of
12: a feeling is it that you stood standing here exactly a year ago? Your growth, team's, teams growth. It is. Uh, it is. It's night and day. You know, uh, Mike. It's um, from the standpoint of where the program is and the mentality and the, and the understanding of uh, what it looks like every single day to prepare and to train um, so that we can be our best. Um, the, the players have done a really good job of being consistent with that, obviously throughout the program as well. Um, but overall, just from a, uh, a personnel standpoint as well, we, we're very confident about where we're at. The guys that we have, the guys that we're developing, the young players that just came into our program. All right, Andy Avalos. Uh, nice things at, at the early part of that talking about Oregon State,
10: which is normal. They uh, Jonathan and Andy work together; they know each other. And uh, he, he's a Andy's a smart guy, and they're they're going to be tough. They're going to be really tough.
8: It's going to be a good, a good good game on Saturday. Looking forward, I'm looking forward to finally just having a full weekend day to sit down and watch more football. Best best time of year, to be honest. I mean, really summers is. are summers are nice but it really is there's nothing like a football saturday and a football sunday it will be good to get back to it,
10: and being being young and single Yeah because of uh,
8: responsibilities <laughs> Well except now I have to work I get to work all day on saturdays Yeah so before uh, and after well yes and for those who ask, yes we will have the Sherwin Williams post game call in show Following every game uh, after the network post-game show is done, I did see some questions about that. We will be back uh, and in full force.
10: Uh, well, yes, that is uh, good. All right, Citizens Bank on Friday. Right back in studio here tomorrow. Your phone calls and texts. It's been great. Thank you for everybody writing in and calling in on twelve forty Joe Radio.
1: K E J O Corvallis and translator K two DI I Corvallis,
3: the home of the Beavers. 1240
11: Joe Radio.